this is I was gonna say the tip of that's not the name Can of our actually, podcast it'd be so much easier because we just do podcast over if we just did podcast starts yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. podcast start and then we're like so the year is <laughs> um this is here's a crazy story from the overtake I'm Robin Sorry. You didn't say it the way you I'll normally swoop in there, say I'm it. Rick. <laughs> just scoop that up what for do you. I, what, what do I know? Um, I am Abby. You just you didn't say like the podcast where we tell crazy oh, stories. Oh no, I didn't. Or yeah. No, like I, I didn't actually realise that I missed that out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, could have heard. I'm so clever. I remembered that it's from the overtake, but mm. I'm not clever could enough. Have heard a pin drop, honestly. Yeah, it was silence. It is a podcast where we tell crazy true mostly true stories 100 percent true they're 100 percent true ex- just sometimes we get things wrong but we always correct ourselves yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. in That's the spirit fair. of correcting ourselves um it two weeks ago in the episode um, i can't remember which one it what it was called but i insinuated that was ethan was alive. the fingering no it wasn't and the fingering it was one after and the fingering it was um, the, the vampire the one. Vampire. Oh, Shauna, Shauna, Shauna Winchester. Shauna <laughs> Winchester. Um, I insinuated that Ethan was a liar. <laughs> um, he no. Um, I think I said something like, um, "I used to believe everything that came out of his mouth, but now." And then I think maybe I got cut off, or I went off on one somewhere else, and I made it sound like he lies all were the time. We, were we yeah. shit talking, Ethan? And did you forget to cut it out? So, just to clarify, I I think Ethan's a very honest person. I think you guys can agree. Um, I mean, what apart from the bigamy and the drinking, he's, just, oh, he's yeah, lovely. Yeah, yeah. the violence. They're just apologising for talking shit about Ethan. Yeah. Apologising for Ethan's existence. You know what? It's like I often, I'll, I'll, it's doing this podcast has really made me question my ability to talk in a way that people understand what I'm saying. Um, I always think I'm quite clear and then listening back to it I was like oh god that sounds awful with a, a lot of things these are only just the very major corrections I that think I've got you to sound do. fine you're just overthinking it okay well just just to clarify Ethan is very honest mm. I um I th- my my the point that I was trying to make is sometimes he laughs at jokes that aren't funny out of appeasement which is a very nice thing for him to do. I and eventually I realised... Maybe he's just got a shit sense of humour. No, honestly, sometimes I mean, I've he said... hasn't, some, I've <laughs> Yeah, he's got a good sense of humour. Yeah. But he, um, he's, there's, there's been times when I've said stuff that clearly wasn't even funny, and he's been like, ha, 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 ha. Like, and I'm like, oh, that's, that's so decent of you to pretend that yeah. what I said was funny. Um, and now I realise it, it backfired a Some lot. people might say that's condescending to do that to a woman. <laughs> right, let's not he talk about Ethan anymore. He does not do it in a condescending way. He just no. he genuinely wants people to just feel like they're funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're so right. That is <laughs> a thing he does. Um, cool. Next um, week I'll do the Ethan correction. <laughs> yeah. We just sure we just we'll got to stop talking about Ethan because I think podcast. now that I've realised he does have feelings, it's it. I, we've really got to change the way that we talk about that guy. I don't know what we're talking should about. Should we tell some yeah. stories? We should do yeah. some. Oh, oh yeah, yeah vampire. vampire. So uh, we've got some. We've had some good followers. Mm. Um, we've, we had a, count, a Headingley counselor retweet us, which is quite nice. Mm. Yeah. Adding a little comment. So um, yeah. So if you want to join in, just I don't know, retweet the account. Maybe add some of your account own accounts. Uh, yeah, we law, did last yeah. week um, at Headingley Quest. Mm. Um, yeah, just yeah. 
add your own little bits to social media. Get in on the joke. Yeah. I told Robin before, but I didn't tell you, Abby. I think you're out of the room. I went to visit my friend at the weekend, and he said to me, "Wait a bracket, you've got a friend." (laughs) In fact, I was visiting two of them, um, and he said to me, "He's like, what's going on with this vampire thing?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "I saw you retweeting a vampire thing." I was like, "Oh, it's just some guy." Awesome girl in like Leeds who thinks there's a vampire and he's like bollocks what's going on oh, he knows <laughs> and, uh, him too well yeah but he listens to the podcast so he'll learn he would have figured it out anyway yeah. well he better keep our secret mm-hmm. yes Agreed. I'm really worried that one dickhead's gonna be on Twitter like oh, it's at the overtake it's a podcast yeah, yeah. Mm. well screw that well guy. we'll see yeah, yeah. Um, let's should we do a story crazy stories mm. yeah title showdown Give me the mood first. Title showdown, down, down. <laughs> That's the new, yeah. That's nice. We'll cut that out and we'll um, use that every single time. Uh, my The mood of mine is uh, an energetic. Oh, okay. Mm. That's specific. <laughs> no, do you want me to be better? Yeah. <laughs> I just, um, be better, Robin. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying. <laughs> um, it is lighthearted and... Um, inspirational mm. okay that we all stopped right. them because i knocked the table yeah and someone turned a tap on somewhere in oh, the building yeah, it made building. a noise uh, mine is an unsolved mystery involving potential murder okay mm. titles mm. please mine is the irregular case of richard gordon lancelin green okay you let yourself down after like vampire hunter and all that yeah shit, it's a bit down but trust me it gets better mine is the night witches Oh, I want to hear Robin's more based on that title, but I think we should go with yours. So I we think end yours will be it. Yeah, no. yours will be like dessert. Yeah, yeah. let's go with Rick's Wait, then. what? And yours is the main course? Dessert's better. Oh, oh well, Mine, I'm, right, I'm more of a start. You know, when I can do two courses, then, I'm the start. <laughs> yeah. well, on, if we're talking yeah. about food, debatable, but I think in that yeah. analogy. Rick's is the starter. Mine isn't. Rick, Rick's is the breadsticks that you get before <laughs> even the start. Fucking best so, um, this chap, Richard Lancelin Green, mm. um, I don't know why I included this as a bit of information, but he's from Bebbington in the Wirral, but he might be really posh. But I like to imagine... Lancelin Green sounds posh. It is a posh name, and his dad, uh, I'll get on to his dad in a minute, uh, went to like Oxford, and he, he's like quite an, he's oh, like yeah. an Oxbridge scholar. Is this scholar. back in the days, or is this current? Um, it's current-ish. Okay. Um, but yeah, he grew up in the Wirral, so he probably has a bit of a Scouse twang. Mm. Which I thought would be nice to imagine. There's two as a parts of the world I learned off off Ben Sledge, who mm. is an overtake reporter. Um, there's the rich bit of the world yeah. and the scouser bit of the world. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's a divided town. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he was son, son, sorry, of Roger Roger Lancelin Green, who was part of the Oxford Inklings, which a lot of our nerdier listeners will know is the writers' group that involved Tolkien and C.S. Lewis. Uh, and they just wrote like fantasy. Well, they hung out in real life. Yeah, in, a pub, in the it's called like the in fact that check this later. It's called like the owl or something like that, and the uh, the owl in or something like that, or the right the right no, in or something like that. Oh. And basically, they would discuss fantasy. And this guy Roger Lanson Green wrote like rewrote lots of like Arthurian myths and like hmm. Shakespeare, not Shakespeare, Robin Hood, the other guy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah they're very the similar. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, his son, who were concerned with Richard. Um, really, really loved Sherlock Holmes and Sir Arthur Conan Doyle um, and was considered the foremost scholar on both those subjects, like, in the planet. Mm. Like, he was just the the head of everything Sherlock Holmes and Conan Doyle related. 
Um, he published loads of books, um, including like the non-canon Holmes stories. Um, side note, the term canon obviously was used in the Bible first. Ah, is that where it comes from? That's where it comes from, but Sherlock Holmes is the first like uh, franchise to use canon as a term to describe oh. what is in, you know, what is true and what isn't. Um, little side note. Um, yeah, so he, he produces all these books about like Doyle's letters, um, letters that people wrote to 221B Baker Street to Sherlock Holmes, which mm-hmm. actually just ended up at an Abbey National Bank. Um, <laughs> and it he, is now the Sherlock Holmes Museum, by the way. Oh, is it? Yeah. Cool. Oh, well, then they might actually go to a Sherlock Holmes. Mm. Man. Um, yeah, he was regarded as having an encyclopedic knowledge of Holmes and Doyle. Um, and um, he was working on his magnum opus, a three-volume biography of Arthur Conan Doyle. Mm. When he was found dead. Oh, what? I did not. I mean, I know you said it was an unsolved murder, mystery. but... You didn't think it would be him, did I you? I didn't think it would be him, so, no. Um, a bit of the background to when he was found dead. He was trying to find... Um, so these items called the Lost Archives, which were a number of like letters, papers, manuscripts from Doyle's estate. And they were going on auction in um, Christie's auction house. Okay. Um... And obviously he'd been working on this massive biography, so he wanted to get his hands on them Mm. to an extent. And he thought they belonged in the British Library. And he was making this argument, and it gets kind of confusing, that he thought they belonged to Dame Jean Conan Doyle, who was Conan Doyle's daughter. Right. Uh, And Christie's claim that they belonged to Anna Conan Doyle, who was Doyle's daughter-in-law. Anyway, he was making the case that there's been a mix-up. No, they belong in the British Museum where the public can access them and he can access them to finish his work uh, and not sold at auction because there's a lot of American buyers involved in buying these because it's got like letters to like FDR, I think, and um, a lot of American writers who were like mm. emerging and he just didn't want them to leave and he was scared of the Americans getting him. Um, but basically, he was getting increasingly paranoid. Um, they kept denying him and said, no, the sale's going to go through. But he started to get paranoid um, and he said that um, Americans were following him. And then, like, when he'd be interviewed in the newspapers, being, like, the number one Sherlockian scholar. How old is he at this point? Uh, 50. Oh. Uh, yes, very. And this, oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. And this is in 2004. Oh, So it's not that long whoa. ago. Yeah, he's not like a, like a, he's not like a decrepit Because I'm thinking, oh, maybe it's just, like, you know, like, at a certain age, schizophrenia is more yeah. likely to I mean, present yeah, itself. It but he starts but to get... not at 50, no. at, like... 15, yeah. however. Yeah. He starts to get um, paranoid that there's Americans following him. Um, the last person to see him alive um, is an old boyfriend of his. Um, like, they'd had a relationship years ago, and then they were just, like, platonic friends now, according to the internet, which could mean anything, <laughs> yeah. really, couldn't it? Um, given that this article was written in, written in 2004, and gay people didn't oh, exist yeah, then, apparently. Oh, yeah, and they went out for a meal and like they were like drinking and this guy said, oh, like he was drinking quite a lot and he was like really affable like he normally is, but he was clearly worried about these letters and he was becoming convinced that somebody was following him, an unidentified mm-hmm. American. Um, and then they said like they were going back to his um, apartment in Kensington and he wouldn't let him into the house. And he was like, don't come in. He's like, why, why can't I come in? He's like, my apartment is definitely bugged. Like people are monitoring my movements. So he's getting more and more paranoid. Um, he was the last person to see him alive. His body was found when his sister called up his home after not hearing from him, and an American answered the phone. 
she becomes suspicious but it is later revealed that that was the automatic please leave a message <laughs> voicemail <laughs> that was on our phone. Oh, I, know, I, 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 I was like, I work you guys, yeah. I lather you up. I was like, lather, rinse, repeat, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How much dumb bitch juice was she drinking? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyway, she'd not heard of him and this was enough to freak her the fuck out mm-hmm. and she went round to his flat and the police had to break into the flat and when they did, they found his body face down on the bed um, with a shoelace wrapped around his neck, tightened by a wooden spoon, like garroted, oh, yeah. mm. um, surrounded by stuffed toys with a bottle of gin. So Too much to unpack there. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of stuff going on. I don't know what the significance of the stuffed toys is. I, I think he was like kind of like eccentric anyway, so that okay. just might be like, oh, he was surrounded around. by it. They yeah. had them. The thing with the bottle of gin is... Um, his his friend, his ex boyfriend, had said, "Well, actually, he'd been drinking quite a lot um, beforehand, and there's no reason to think he would have continued drinking. And also, because he was a bit posh and like an Oxbridge graduate, he was like he wouldn't go from wine to gin. And I was like, well, that's circumstantial evidence. Mm, but yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. So immediately the theories start. Um, was he murdered? Was it suicide? Unfortunately, because CID aren't contacted straight away, the police go in and mess up the crime scene. Oh, in London, in, in 2004. Yeah, in Kensington. This yeah. is ridiculous. Where posh people live. This in- is ridiculous. Mm. Like, you get it. Like, in some kind of small town where it's just like some some 20-year-old, they ring, ring yeah. him up and they're like, oh, go and have a look around. That, yeah, that old like, lady hasn't been heard of. Go and, you know, go and have a look around and he's bumbling around the scene. They like, found a man, like, face down with something wrapped around his neck and didn't think, oh, maybe... Could, Maybe could this be. is a murder. Yeah. Um, anyway, they they don't do that, and an inquiry has to begin um, because obviously the cause of death is unknown. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there's a, a coroner's report, um, and the coroner. Let me find where I put this. Um, so the first one, the, one of the first things the coroner does to check um, because the evidence isn't there to decide whether it's murder or suicide, um, asks the Sherlock Holmes like society um, whether there are any instances of garrotting in the Holmes canon and there's only one a passing one which references an assassin mm. one of Moriarty's assassins um, which isn't enough to go on either way no mm. um, but basically the evidence goes as follows that there was no sign of a forced entry there's only been at the time there'd only been one case of suicide by garrotting in 30 years yeah it's not it's not the way you'd, no. you'd do it is it and if you strangle yourself like that you pass out before you die yeah. and yeah. then survive yeah 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 because presumably you wouldn't be able to do it tight enough no you couldn't mint yeah, it in a way that... sure. um and like a lot of friends said that um, he just wasn't a suicidal type of individual um so they very much doubt it but um the deliberately staged suicide um, matches a plot to a late home story called The Problem of Thorbridge, where a woman kills herself to implicate her husband's mistress. Mm. Um, so the case is still unsolved, and the coroner had to say it, keep it as open, yeah. which um, is like they couldn't say it was misdemean, like mm. it, it, Death by Misadventure, which is like yeah. a good name. Yeah. It's an exciting yeah. way yeah. to die. Yeah. Um, but they, they couldn't say it was murder and couldn't say it was suicide. So the community is still divided on it. Mm. Um, one thing is for sure, though, um, a man who works for the Pentagon by the surname of Lellenberg was a respected author of the Holmes books, uh, respected author <laughs> of books about Holmes mm. um, in the US Holmes Appreciation Society called the Baker Street Irregulars. Mm-hmm. Um, and he contributed to the Christie's catalogue for the sale 
of the Lost Archives um, and was in London the week before to meet with mm. other Sherlockians before um, Lancelin Green started to get erratic. So it could have been him that's following him. Because he worked for the mm. Pentagon, he could have had the training. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a good theory. And also there was a rivalry because obviously he wanted them to remain in the UK and yeah. this guy was definitely helping to get them to the US for But is that reasons. something you would kill people over? That's I what, don't know. That's, cause I Because I think... Okay, fine. Like he he would have had the means potentially. Like maybe he called around. You know, we watched him get home drunk. Let's just make up a thing. Yeah. Um, knocked on his door. Like, oh, can I speak? It's me, the guy from America. Can I speak to you about the the Sherlock Holmes stuff? And then he's like, oh yeah, c- come in then. And well, we'll, the theory goes that if if Lancelin Green had had more time because of the vast knowledge he had mm. in like resources and he had a lot of Doyle's personal collection, he would have found the correct documentation that would have cancelled the sale oh. of these documents worth like millions of dollars. Ah, okay, so um, that's... So there's like a monetary... That is where there's well. a genuine motive to so, kill him. So yeah, the case remains unsolved um, mm. in a quite Sherlock, Sherlockian way. Um, mm. The nice thing is, is that he bequeathed his entire... He had the largest collection of what is referred to as Doyleana, <laughs> uh, which is Doyle-related materials of anyone on the planet by far. And he left them all um, to the city of Portsmouth, where oh. Arthur Conan Doyle lived when he wrote the first Sherlock Holmes stories. Oh, that's lovely. Um, and he left it to the museum, like millions of pounds worth of you know materials. And Stephen Fry was the patron of that organization. Oh. That hosts it. So it's, really nice. it's not got a nice ending because... He, it, He's, the man is dead he would only be 65 like yeah. he would still be a preeminent scholar Aww. and he would have finished his great works um, so that's the mystery mm. of Richard it's interesting because people do do stuff like that when they're drunk like mm. they, you, they, people do kill themselves when they wouldn't kill themselves but by like the most unusual means yeah, of killing but yourself he would be somebody who would kill himself in an unusual yeah, way yeah there is I also think. that and if he'd he thought that now I couldn't stop it, but I could frame them for a murder and that yeah. would stop it. Yeah. But he's also like a lot of times like he's actually a highly logical individual. Mm. If you're going to frame have... someone for a murder, you wouldn't. I, I think he, he, a Sherlock Holmes guy would yeah. do something way more flamboyant and, and killing yourself yeah. at 50 seems Arbitrary. like. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, Just like. Pick one, die or. You're still relatively alive. young, aren't you? It just seems <laughs> yeah. like. Oh, well, I mean, if you were like 19, you're like, well, actually, if I can frame them by killing myself mm. and I'm 90. Yeah, it's not like a it's not like a, a logical choice is it to kill yourself. No, yeah, but 50. you're just like a beloved figure of society yeah. and you're only 50. Oh, I just thought it was like an interesting. Story. I don't know if yeah. anyone's going to solve it. Listeners, get, get on it. They'll be mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. Maybe we should do it, the overtake. To investigate it. Yeah, although all we'd probably do is... Well, I'm interested in this. Like... Lellenberg chap this Lellenberg mm. figure we'd end up dead but that's the problem you got to be mm. careful because you don't want to cross that's the pentagon that's too much yeah yeah that was it maybe th- just this alone has made us targets put a put a target on our backs on our backs yeah anything to feel alive <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was my little that's a good one I tried to do more research into it but everything was just repeating the same material yeah I was like oh there's a lot of stuff going on here the Sherlock Holmes connection is interesting enough. Mm. Was it on Murderpedia? No, what's oh. that? It's Wikipedia, but for murder. Just for mur- but yeah. isn't Wikipedia just yeah, Wikipedia I'll for say murders that. as well? There's yeah. a specific pedia for everything. Yeah. Mm. Um, does anyone want a beer? Yes. Yeah. No. Should we have another beer? 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So, this is a story. Don't do, don't do that this is a story. <laughs> okay. This is a tale <laughs> of the night witches. Sorry in advance, Abigail. It's not really about witches. Yeah, I know. I know yeah. who they are. It's okay. fine. That's good. Um, so, also apologies. I made some quite um, scatty notes and I've already had one beer. So let's see how hmm. this goes. Um, <laughs> Just what? picturing you scatting your notes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the story starts with Marina Raskova. Um, she was the first female navigator in the Soviet Air Force, um, and she set some like s- several long distance flying records in the 1930s. She was just like a badass, okay. mm-hmm. essentially. So, picture that. Um, <laughs> picture a badass. Imagine a badass. Like. Yeah. A what? A badass. <laughs> <laughs> like really cellulite. <laughs> She's um, only got one cheek. <laughs> Poor Marina. (laughs) Um, So, more than 800,000 women enlisted in the Soviet Armed Forces in the Second World War. Enlisted? Or were conscripted? Enlisted. Oh. Voluntary for the women, apparently. Um, And no, I think it actually was, because I guess people just weren't that... Silent had these monkey army on the go. When did women get conscripted anywhere? They never did. They Mm. just worked in the factories and, and that. So, yeah. So, they... Enlisted themselves. What? It's not a real place. It's <laughs> <laughs> where uh, Wonder Woman I lives. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Uh, I would have got that if I knew more about comics, but I do not. <laughs> <laughs> I would have known that if I'd have known that. Those women would enlist anyway. They would have enlisted, yeah. yeah well, that's they, true. I guess Wonder Woman is cool, so I guess they were. The Amazons, yeah, they're very cool. Hmm. Right. <laughs> so um, we have been distracted no, by I Wonder Woman. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, like, actually, in, so the Night Witches in Russia now are heroes, but outside of Russia, people don't know that much about them. You said you'd heard of them before, Rick. Mm-hmm. And Abigail's heard of them too. So, actually, maybe people do know about them, but I only learned about them quite recently. I think it's just lesbians and history fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, that yeah. covers yeah. both of those bases. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Uh, yeah, Russia at the time tended to be much more open to women in the military than other nations. So, like Britain, America, everywhere. Oddly Italy. progressive. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, like just people weren't that wild about women being in the military. Um, I guess it's kind of a tradition as well. Like, yeah, you know, it just it societal just societal structures. Yeah. I, was, I was trying to think if there's like an, a. Even a cackhanded joke I can make that was like, no, oh. the truth yeah. of it is society <laughs> just, was more sexist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, but in the First World War, Russia had fielded um, one of the very first all-female combat units. Cool. Which is quite exciting. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but they were still funny about combat pilots. Like, they mm. were fine about 
combat units, but they're still a bit like weird about combat pilots. Um, and women weren't officially restricted, but they set up loads of like administrative burdens to make it impossible mm-hmm. for women to get a combat pilot commission. So I guess, I don't know what the administrative burdens were like, but they were probably like, what is the length of your penis? And they were like, yeah, every, everyone who wants to be a pilot um, and has never had a period step forward yeah, now yeah, yeah, yeah. and just be lots of blokes. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, but actually, so Marina was already quite well known and as it happened, she personally knew Stalin. Um, oh, well, that's convenient, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. So, Another um, woman not getting in on merit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she got him to authorize an all female flying corps with three regiments. Oh. Which is exciting. Um, so it started, I think it started off as like three female regi- regiments, but by the end, only one was a, was all female and mm. the others were like mixed. But even then, mixed in itself this is, is even, quite probably even better. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was the 544th unit, which was the all female unit called the Night Witches. Um, so add it's it, a fucking sick it is a great it is, name, yeah I'll explain it? the etymology of the name okay. I mean like um, was awful obviously yeah but mm. then sometimes things are just fucking named so cool yeah. so, oh, so cool yeah so that's, there's like a Scottish regiment called like the Black Guards like that's just a fucking Ooh. brilliant name for yeah. a unit that yeah. sounds really cool yeah um, I bet they've committed hundreds of atrocities that we oh, you checked. know what? that's just reminded me of a correction that I was going to do there's a bit where I started to say about how sol- sol- I, I started to say a thing that made it sound like that soldiers didn't care if they hit civilians with bullets and I didn't I, I didn't mean to say that and I think I meant to at the time be like oh that's not what I think but I didn't do that so mm. it was when I don't I think, even care if they care they still do it so yeah but I think like there's a difference between well let's not get into this yeah. I guess yeah. but basically I apologize for insinuating that all soldiers are the same and that they don't care about civilians mm-hmm. not all soldiers not all soldiers exactly um so yeah so night witches um at its height there were 42 women air crews so 40 for zero Mm-hmm. two women air crews so like i guess that means 80 women right you yeah but like everybody was a woman as well so like the ground everybody team, was a woman everybody was yeah <laughs> in um, 1939 everybody, everybody was a woman, was a woman. <laughs> did you know that from hitler history? was a woman <laughs> churchill was a woman just for that one year oh. but the patriarchy has made it <laughs> yeah. history though. really yeah. has been millwashed <laughs> um no but like in their unit, like yeah. all the ground crews and the support teams and stuff were like, like women. Yeah. yeah. Lesbians. So. Lesbians. <laughs> yes. Historical lesbians. Um, and actually, considering they like enlisted, they like probably were, I reckon. Yeah, they were yeah. like, I yeah. just want to be surrounded they weren't by like, other women. Yeah, all day. exactly. And they weren't like, oh, my husband won't like it if I... Uh, like, to be fair, the know. husband was probably bootless. Like rushing running across the field, like with a gun between. Oh, dead, three dead. Of them. Oh, yeah, dead. If, I mean, it, yeah. if it was rushing. But yeah. also, you know, like a lot of homosexuality in the military. Yeah. 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 Like not maybe not a lot, but more than I'm people sure, like yeah. to think there is. I think a lot. I mean, great. the yeah. navy is basically an excuse for men to. That was the whole point of it. Oh no, we're on a boat together. Oh, I guess we'll just have to have sex. So, yeah. yeah. But I'm not gay. <laughs> stupid, stupid <laughs> heroes. <laughs> um. Yeah, so like back in the back in the day, um, night bombing in the Second World War was like a very sophisticated <clears throat> process. Normally, mm-hmm. so they had all this like they had the best equipment. They had like 
all the kind of night vision stuff and candles all the radar eventually yeah. and candles they had they had everything <laughs> um but um the the night witches had none of this at all so they were flying um biplanes and they had two seats one in front of the other just so you can picture the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, what they actually were flying... <laughs> I'm picturing the scene, but they're all wearing pointy hats. <laughs> <laughs> um, the great thing about biplanes is that they're invisible. Is, that, is there a joke on that? By, by invisibility. Oh, yeah. That was a good joke. <laughs> I, oh, got well yeah. I got oh, it. I got it. I didn't get it. <laughs> the bisexual. Well, you got it, and then you didn't, <laughs> he just let me hang there <laughs> silently. I thought she'd got it and just thought it was shit. Oh, oh right. That's no, fair no. You know I'll laugh at anything <laughs> by now. Um, yeah, so these, the, basically these planes were like so bad. They were agricultural planes, like agricultural models. Um, mm-hmm. They nicknamed them Crop Duster. <laughs> Yeah, um, be- but they weren't actually crop dusters, but they just like they were light crop dusters, yeah. and obviously they use the Russian words f- for that, which I do not know. No, we um, don't do translations or pronunciations. No, we do not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like a really shit. Just a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, so oh, like it would take like one trace around, and they would like go up in flames. They were like pretty shit. much cardboard. Like yeah. that's how bad they were. Um, but. Uh, oh, and also they were super slow and they um, could only carry a small bomb load. They were basically like, the, I, I mean, the joke. Planes. Yeah, like reading between the lines, they're like, oh, what should we give the women? I'll just give them cardboard yeah. ones, basically. Mm. Um, although that box, might not have been how it happened. Like paint a skyline on the inside of a literally, box and put it yeah, over their head. <laughs> They'll think was. the fly is. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, yeah. how many millions of men did they kill? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they um, so the good, the, but the good thing was like they could, they could have a really short runway, so you could like all you needed was quite a flat field, and mm-hmm. you could take them off. You didn't have to like build a runway like a lot mm-hmm. of the like most sophisticated planes, um, and they could fly steady at really low altitudes, um, which a lot of planes couldn't. Mm-hmm. I don't really know why, but they couldn't. That's the important air pressures, thing. air pressures. Yeah, I think. Um, so yeah and because they were so slow they could turn super quick like you know like they could be flying one minute and then in a different direction the next minute um and because they were so slow they were actually slower than the stall speed of most german fighters which made it actually really difficult for them to like fly past them yeah yeah yeah, basically they couldn't fly behind them because they were so slow (laughs) yeah um so, like, it would be suicide to fly them during the day because, you know, like... Because a, a, a man would throw a rock and knock yeah. you out of the sky. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the ground-to-air guns. What are they called back in... From the World War II? <laughs> the World War II. The, the ground-to-air to guns. guns. Gra- Anti-aircraft Anti-aircraft, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you could just get shot down really easy. Um, but what was exciting about them was they made a noise that Germans thought was really nerve-wracking. So when the engine was running, it was Before, like... Before, can we each guess what the noise is? All right. I think, like, the little engines went, like... We're going <laughs> like, to... They spoke in I was, in I was your going voice. trying to clumsily remember German. It'd be like, oh. we're going to kill you Germans. <laughs> which would be quite if terrifying It's just like, if you broke into some, like, really... Um, uh, like, I think it was like... Like a ghost of a mm, bee or something. Okay, okay. <laughs> there was a worrying noise. Um, Abigail, would you like to hazard a guess at the noise of the plane? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe um, it was just that. It was silent. It just went... 
you know and they what? were like, oh, they don't <laughs> like us. <laughs> <laughs> Hands quick. <laughs> yeah, just missing us. <laughs> so they made like, it made like a sewing machine kind of sound that made oh. them feel really weird, the Germans, because they were like, what the fuck is that playing? Yeah. Yeah. And that then, a sewing <laughs> but that's not what gave them the name. Mm. What gave them the name was they would climb really high and then cut their engines and then like oh, glide sorry. down and oh. it was almost silent except for like a whistling noise that went over the um wings of mm-hmm. the air going over the wings um which the germans then thought sounded like witches on broomsticks and that's how they got the name and presumably witches. they were all laughing their fucking heads off like the green goblin i mean you would wouldn't you well that yeah because like cackling were, away yeah because like what you gossiping I think, or whatever yeah. <laughs> talking about shopping lists or whatever it was but in russian so it was scary yeah. <laughs> um yeah, like I think sometimes you don't realize as well, like dropping bombs on a place, you assume it's like, oh, you come from really far away and you drop them from really high up. No, you're like but right no. next to them. Yeah, yeah. You, it's yeah. like, and it, especially these guys, like they would be literally a, a mile or two away from where they were dropping the bombs. Mm-hmm. That would be their base. And they'd have like all the ground crew there and everything. And they'd, because they could take off from anywhere, they'd take mm-hmm. off from a field. Um, yeah, and just fly over and drop drop the bombs. And they would literally like um, they drop what do, what do they do? They do eight missions. They could do up to eight missions a night. Um, so obviously, just like dropping tons and tons of bombs. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, they didn't they didn't carry para- they didn't carry parachutes because they were so low that like a like parachute, three feet off the ground. It was li- yeah, it was like well, you're just gonna be dead. You're more like you to suffocate in the parachute than you <laughs> yeah. are hurt yourself. From <laughs> Like the parachute. I don't even know if they were. Par- I think they were just on. I think they were just on cycle, like bicycles, <laughs> dropping. Well, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. throw them out of the basket. Yeah, the front. yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's good woman impression. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, they could they could only carry a really small uh, bomb load. So, uh, yeah, they just basically like sneak up on on them from a few miles away. Uh, no formation, just like fly up, um, drop the bombs and yeah. go back. Yeah. And they just keep repeating it until dawn, essentially. Um, but what's really interesting is they had no radios in their thing. So they'd be like in the plane. So they'd be like taking off, dropping the bombs, coming back. And they wouldn't know for definite because there was like at one point the Germans were advancing really quick. And they wouldn't know for sure on the way back that they would definitely like the Germans hadn't occupied the the field where they were landing which i think I mean, that's like, quite yeah 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 i mean they had to deal with like a lot of shit i mean they had to deal with a lot of shit just generally being like, anyway, woman yeah. in the military but like just like yeah flying the shitty planes like working really hard it was really obviously really dangerous like i said yeah like, you know given all the things that i've said um but yeah they'd have multiple crashes um and injuries in their career normally um 30 of them died women drivers in it Oh. Sorry, that's such a sexist joke. <laughs> it's so, it's like I, so time, yeah, when so when low and so obvious. Died, I can't like, even oh. drive. Like literally, <laughs> any woman yeah. is better than me in a vehicle. <laughs> women are statistically better than men yeah. in driving mm. as well. Yeah, I mean, men will disagree, won't they? But I mean, I, I mean, wanted, I instinctively wanted to disagree with yeah. how those stats are portrayed, and really, I just not got a dog in that fight. Like yeah. I don't know. Like yeah. what's the point? I'm sure I think men will disagree with you know proven facts just to say they're better at something well i think yeah. i think the argument is and i am not supporting this argument i think the argument is better is actually subjective women are far more cautious drivers which is actually what makes you a better driver yeah yeah 
Yeah. Um, like better really is having less accidents. Yeah. Fewer accidents. Fewer accidents. Yeah. But a lot of people think better is um, driving faster. fast. Yeah, yeah. And being able to brake when you... Do you, you think know, like, Zandy could have won the race for Grease Lightning, for example? No. Only Danny Zuko could do that. Yeah, but Sandy was pathetic. That's oh, not. I hate. Have you Greece. seen the end of the film? <laughs> she oh, gets like. Yeah, but she. Yeah, but like, why? Somehow would less you... attractive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like it's just. Uh, I hate Greece. Like I mean, like she looked good, but you've changed everything about yourself for this douchebag guy. Yeah. And then the car flies away. What's with that? Yeah. That's yeah. The car flies that, away. <laughs> I actually, when I was a kid, I hated that about the film. And then as I've got older, I've started to really appreciate that they go. And now they flew off. Yeah. And yeah. Danny was conscripted and had to go to Saigon and definitely died <laughs> in the Vietnam War. I appreciate <laughs> it, but it's just. It was so confusing to me as a child. It, not even just the fact that they fly away, but that like no one has a reaction about it, as if mm. flying cars are just no. a regular occurrence at Rydell High. They do a lot of sex in that film anyway, but I was like, that's Rydell High's, like, oh, they're graduating, they're going to go do sex. Yeah. Like, just the car flies off and they But the insinuation it. is... Well, and not even the insinuation. Like, Rizzo, isn't Rizzo pregnant? Rizzo is yeah. pregnant. Yeah. So, yeah, the characters yeah. are already... Oh, yeah. she's not pre- she, she thinks she's Which pregnant. Which is yeah. hilarious because she gives off such strong lesbian mm, vibes. Yeah, I really liked that character growing up and I yeah. couldn't work out why. Yeah. <laughs> so, I still think she's... really like Stockard Channing now. And that's yeah, I was going to say, Stockard Channing is like, just like a super bit. Have you yeah, seen... Yeah. Um, uh, is it Tu Wong Fu? Ooh, tu yeah. Wong Fu. You, know, you guys haven't seen Tu Wong Fu? With, no. Um, let me get this right. Um, Patrick Swayze, John Leguizamo. Oh my God, these are all my favorite people. And Wesley Snipes, who, oh, pl- who, who, yes. who play three drag queens who are trying to get from New York to Vegas. Are you making the, this up? The car, based on no, what no, no, I would like. The, <laughs> the car breaks down in this hick town, and um, they stay with Stockard Channing, who is like this, like stay-at-home, beaten wife. Oh it's God. not like it's split, like she is, you know, it's like uncomfortable, but it's not like they're showing, like they're all staying in there and being very nice. Um, in all the towns, like, there's something weird about these women we can't quite figure oh. out what's going on. They're in <laughs> drag the whole time. Yeah, nice. quite a lot of it. But and they're got, all um, excellent. Like every, John Leguizamo is like, love, he's playing I, like, yeah. I tweet him all the time trying to get He's to playing reply. like a he's little like Latina before. fish who's like so beautiful. Oh like God. the local boys who are like him. in their pickup trucks are like, wolf whistling and he's yeah. like mm, you can't afford this honey like <laughs> it is amazing oh, yeah. yeah it's got like a bad ish rating which makes me feel oh, like Ron it's gonna Tomatoes, be great honestly yeah Ron Tomatoes knows fuck all it's, about films it's better than Pris- Priscilla it's better than Priscilla yeah. the Queen of the Desert definitely mm. I am um, I always either picture Stockard Channing in The Good Wife or yes, I love in the good wife. Um, Practical Magic because mm. like Stockard Channing is like an old witch that's my mm. wet dream yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, know well, you just got what I said it <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah excellent uh, so we were talking about The Night Witches a war yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes so uh, yeah so they became ex- extremely distinguished and proved that women could be uh, as effective in combat as men uh, they flew 26,000 missions, dropped uh, 20,000 tons of bombs, yeah. which I think bombs are heavy, but that's still a lot impressive. Of bombs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they reckon by the end of the war, each of the women had done 800 missions, wow. which is insane. Um, the work ethic. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Can I get it? Yeah. No, <laughs> no. probably not. No. In a war, maybe, I reckon you would. 
Do, what do you reckon you're doing in war? Do you reckon I you're just think, not be able to handle it? No, I think I could if I wanted to, but I don't think my, I don't think I want to survive that that much. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. I think you'd be running some kind of underground thing in a war. Oh, like I like that. a black market or something. Ah, oh, love it. Yeah. yeah, I'd be like me first in line to conscript myself, and then like. That's just volunteering. You, you would know, yeah. yeah. We would all get wind that you'd conscript. Um, we'd all get wind. Yeah, we'd all just get wind. <laughs> we'd uh, all get wind that you'd enlisted, and we'd be like, "Oh God, she's go- she's, she's gonna. gonna it's mm. so stupid. She's gonna die." And then, like two days later, you would be dead. I'd be dead. Meanwhile, yeah. while you've volunteered and you have formed some kind of underground resistance, I'll be hiding under a pile of cuts. <laughs> <laughs> Just until the war's yeah, done. Yeah, that all seems true yeah. to character. What yeah. about you, Jada? Um, I don't know. Definitely wouldn't volunteer. No way. Mm, sensible. You could use your like singing powers to be like an OSO, like rally the troops. You could be in in Abigail's underground club. That's like, great. I yeah. feel like you would be like a really good like second in command. Yeah. But good. I can also picture you just like having nothing to do with anything, and you'd just be like one of those jazz singers that leans on a That's piano what I mean. in a bar. Yeah, she's in your yeah. club. Sorry, when I said club, I meant like a nightclub, like a speakeasy. Like, yeah, yeah. And yeah, you're like okay. you're like upstairs doing all the business stuff. Like someone comes in and you're like smoking a cigar and drinking some whiskey. No, not a cigar. You're, sp- you're oh, smoking a cigarette on a stick. Yeah, we've established yeah. the yeah. cigarette holder. And then someone comes in and they're like, uh, uh, um. The, the somebody the, the soldiers they came and then and, and you like throw a glass at the thing and be like get out or whatever. <laughs> okay um, yeah. yeah that's how I see it um, I don't know why it's the 1920s Jar just just lounging on a piano somewhere yeah like, exactly. not even acknowledging the wall either yeah. that well probably be drunk all the time then yeah mm-hmm. that's also a good either solution yeah, or dead um yeah i reckon i if, if it was a war that i agreed with i'd be i'd be first volunteer if yeah. it was a war that i disagreed with i'd be uh angry a conscientious objector yes hmm. i don't know it depends though it's hard to know whether you agree with the war isn't it really mm, yeah eventually you have to kind of be like like I understand the idea of like being a conscientious, conscientious mm. objector, but in like World War Two, it kind of gets to the point where you're like actually Nazism's not on. Like is everybody, it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like it is like yes, like the chances are you're going to go to war and die. Yeah, but you, you know, I don't know. It's, I, I mean, don't want to say like, but you're dying to fight. If you're so good, pacifistic that you, you're essentially just allowing genocide, then you're not really a pacifist. Like that's it. I mean, yeah. that's yeah. the problem that we've. Oh God. I mean, we've, we've, taken, through, <laughs> taken a deep we've entered a moral maze. I was maze. just about to get to Syria, and then I was like, oh. No, fuck, man. Why no, would you do time, that? Is it? You know, I there's a story from World War Two that I quite like because it brings me a little bit of hope. Oh, yeah. Um, which is um, when the Americans finally decided to get involved. Because don't forget, like... Pretending that they won the war. Yeah, yeah, when it was actually the Russians. Yeah. Um. Like, we'd been, like, inviting for, like, five years or whatever, and Britain was, like, a besieged country. Mm-hmm. Um, a bit like now. <laughs> um, and what happens is, like, the American GIs come over, and they'd be in, like, London or whatever, wherever they were camped, and they'd go into our pubs with all our little tips on the window, like a oh, good yeah. night, sweetheart. Um, and what's weird is the American GIs, the white American GIs, would not, didn't want black or Jewish uh, people in those bars where, where they were drinking because they were still racists. Yeah. Um, and they'd be like, oh no, we don't want them in here. And the British people who were tired as fuck with that shit would be like, nope, they're British. They are welcome to drink in any of our establishments. 
um, the British public would physically fight the American yes, soldiers yes, to keep it. black people and Jews and women Aww. in the pubs. I love that. Yeah. I mean, there were probably some that were racist. I mean, there were definitely yeah. some that were still racist, but like, there's a little bit of like apocrypha. Yeah. Like, somebody has wrote a letter about that somewhere, which is like, we got into a fight with the fucking Yanks because then they probably used lots of racist right. terms to describe <laughs> people. Yeah, I was like, yeah. and if he wants to come in our bar, that's just fine. Yeah. You can't go out with my daughter, though. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. that kind Aww. of like nice racism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before it got so Let's serious. Let's go back to the yeah. old days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so, uh, 23 members of the Night Witches won the um, award Hero of the Soviet Union. I mean, that's like the best award they can yeah, win. Yeah, it really mm. is. Uh, I feel like they should have changed it to heroin. Or maybe they shouldn't. No. No, heroin. Make it non gender specific. <laughs> the yeah. award should have been heroin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Heroin. Um, I do think about stuff like that. Like, you know, if, if you've got a knighthood, I, I would want to be a sir. And I wonder I whether you're allowed to choose. Yeah. Well, you, if yeah. you're in the military, uh, if you're in the Navy, to, to be specific, and you're like um, a woman who's higher, higher mm. station than a man, you're referred to as sir. Love it. Yeah. Love that shit. Yeah. I, yeah, I'd love it. It's confusing yeah. when you're watching Star Trek and they keep calling Janeway, so. Oh, yeah. But I was like, why are they calling Janeway, sir? She's a woman. She's a lady. Yeah, that's how it works. What a lady. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yes, exactly. My hero. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yes. Uh, so, unfortunately, there are no Russian, pilot, uh, Russian female pilots in the military today because Russians think it's too stressful for women. The end. Um, it's fucking stressful for men. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's just, just a stressful, stressful situation, job, isn't, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I got a lot, I got a lot of that information. Well, I got information from different sources, um, but the history guy on YouTube was where I got most of that stuff from. Oh, thanks, history guy. He sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, he's really like, oh, hey, I'm an American. I like history, and he does this whole thing. Um, he well, like, pretends to be American. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and he's like, subscribe to my channel. But apart from that, he's... I mean, everyone's He's quite nerdy. It's all like fine. Like and subscribe. Do they? Yeah. They Have you been on YouTube you before? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they watch you a lot really of YouTube. Um, yeah. So that's The Night Witches. That's The Night Witches. Yeah. Cool. Um, cool. I enjoyed both of those equally, I think. Whoa. Well, mm, well. Yeah. yeah. Um, At last... I was a bit sexism. <laughs> <laughs> I was a bit worried about the night witches because I'd 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 read a lot about them and watched a lot of videos about them, but I hadn't made very good notes. Mm. And I feel like I did the right amount of talking about them. Yeah, no, that yeah. was good. They were, yeah. they were just awesome. Like I had heard of them as a concept, I knew, but I, I was like, are they snipers or are they uh, pilots? And I couldn't quite remember. Mm. But I was like, either way, like any, well, like there's like an all an all black. Um, American pilots, uh, a regiment of right. black American pilots, like all the red mm. tails, like anyone where it's like a marginalized group being like, mm. by the way, we're not only going to fucking fight for your country, we're going to fucking do it in the weirdest, craziest way yeah. possible. There's a lot of examples it's like, like really teach soon as I went down a bit of a, a YouTube thing, mm-hmm. and there's a, from the Second World War, there's so many different examples of different right. groups of people. Earlier you were from. saying you weren't interested in World War II, but this is why, are oh, you not interested in history? Yeah. But this is why World War Two is bit, actually yeah. like so fascinating because yeah. there's so many examples of weird things where that, that had to be dealt with. They didn't like someone had to be like, "Oh, that's yeah. Prince, we've the got a- problem." It's the stuff that you don't know and they don't teach you that's actually interesting, not yeah. the stuff. Oh, yeah, definitely. exactly. Um, yes. Hmm, cool. Should we do some? Cor- have we got any corrections? Um, yes, a few. 
We always um, have corrections. There was no such unit as the Night Witches. <laughs> <laughs> it was a propaganda. The, the country of Russia um, doesn't exist. First correction, both the stories were entirely false. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, the, so the, the Inklings, the pub that they used to meet at, was called the Eagle and Child. The Eagle. Yes. I knew it was some kind Commonly of Commonly known as the Bird and the Baby, or just the Bird, which seems ludicrous just picking in. The fucking yeah. writers. Isn't that weird about pubs? How they you they always people always think of a nickname for the pub, and it's like mm. just call it the name. The and name they, of the pub. They probably put so much thought into that name. Mm. Yeah, yeah. If you had a pub, what would you call it? I was just going to ask you that very same question. Well, I often think about the joke in Peep Show, which is we want to call it the 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 Swan and Pedo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, which is like them meeting it halfway between yeah. like the swan and tomato and free the pedos yeah. <laughs> and he's like <laughs> well, in the middle how about the I swan feel and like pedo? people wouldn't want to go in that though yeah and you don't want to ruin your business do you um, I'd choose one of them may, one of them maybe from Harry Potter like mm-hmm. um, yeah the three broomsticks or like I don't know the leaky leaky cauldron is good good, like I think like the leaky cauldron is like is it a play on the broken drum which is the pub in Tolkien's book not in Tolkien's book in uh, Terry Pratchett's books I don't think it is I I think it's just I'll I mean (laughs) pub names are quite formulaic there's yeah. something, something. I, I would, yeah. like something that's severed I always quite like yeah. like at the king's head I mean it doesn't say that it's severed in fact it's not severed I actually are you thinking of the slaughtered lamb oh no oh. not that um, yeah the that's ones from, that are like the queen's yeah. arms the king's yeah. head when you imagine the it princes and it's just yeah. like like why yeah like you could have um, done so much better than that you could just be like the king's eyeball the, the that'd be good actually I would I think that's what I'd do I'd just get real specific and weird with it yeah the monkey's t- chest <laughs> you, you were gonna go with testicle I almost I, actually oddly yeah. I wasn't no, thinking no. for once I wasn't thinking testicle I was thinking tetris set and then I was like there's no such thing as a tetris set yeah what's a tetris set that was like, exactly brain, yeah like, I was like tetris set like that's, that's nothing um, I actually did think it'd be really fun to do um, the, a... the testes and pit viper <laughs> <laughs> something that gives like an element of yeah, danger yeah real danger yeah, yeah. like um the unaccompanied child in open fireplace. <laughs> I love it. Um, uh, no, you should have the unaccompanied child and then a pub next to it called the open fireplace. The open fireplace. Yeah, yeah. yeah that'd be good. Um, I always wanted to do like a dive themed bar. So like it's not a dive bar, but it's themed like a dive bar. That's so you some charge real like, middle class bullshit. Yeah. Isn't it? So you charge like nine pounds for a cocktail. Nine pounds for like a a beer and the sawdust on the floor and it's called the alcohol. <gasps> That's actually pretty good. Yeah, I, I thought that was my own brain. The yeah, alcohol I mean. is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know what I'd call call one. I asked no. I asked a question, but you asked a question as well. I, I love a themed bar even though they're not yeah. they're a bit they're a bit lame and uncouth. Yeah, themed bar I'm fucking down I for love, the best drinking I've ever done in my life. Well I don't know if it's the best drinking I've ever done, but one of my favourite times I've ever been drinking is at um medieval times in, okay, yeah, in Toronto and I really got into it and I was like can we have one of the like the pictures of ale maiden <laughs> and she was like oh you want a picture of it you want a picture of ale and I was like oh yeah I forgot you're Canadian <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I was like, not oh, actually from the Middle yeah. Ages. You just want to be able to lap while you drink. Basically. Yeah, basically. I was like, when do we get to have a go on those horses? Like, we can just go down there. Was it you that told me that story about going to the Australian themed? Mm, yeah, pub I went to in... an outback ranch in yeah. Florida, <laughs> and they were like. Um, I often like imagine the sign. I read it as though it was written in Australia, which was like, "Dare you drink a, a full pint of Foster's Blocker?" <laughs> uh, which like I was like twenty That's, years old, so drinking a pint of Foster's was like was just actually thing. beneath Not, me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Americans probably do think that. Yeah, well, a we lot. I was there with like a friend, and we were like, "Oh yeah, we'll come have a pint of Foster's." Like, whoa, we got like we got like two like real Bruces up in here. <laughs> And then, like, by our fourth pint, they were bored of being impressed by it. We could see that they were like, every time you order them, someone's supposed to be like, whoa. You're like that a is weird. a real yeah. weird cultural divide. Yeah. You yeah. guys are so weird. Yeah. But who? The Australian. It's not the our Australian. Our American the, listeners. Yeah, the American, American listener. Yeah. 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 That's literally the weirdest thing about America. Yeah. <laughs> Can't think of anything worse. No. No. Um, more corrections oh, you sure, yeah. you know this you were not being literal about this i know but i just thought we'd qualify um it was 1941 when women were brought into conscription um but women with children were, were exempt and a lot of women were just like left in occupations like nursing and teaching so mm. basically like two women were conscripted makes sense yeah, yeah. is that in the uk yes oh, cool uh, and planes can't fly steady at low altitudes because of air resistance. The air's just too dense. So the higher you fly, the thinner the air gets and the less resistance there is and the less fuel it takes. Ah, Smart. that's actually really yeah. interesting. Like, cause I didn't know, cause I kind of, that's a thing that I would have normally researched but I didn't have time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I was it's just like, oh the yeah, type of thing they can, can fly lower than other planes. Yeah, and... you can basically just think about it for a while and figure yeah, that kind out, of but it's good to, to know. know the specifics. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is yeah. it. Well, that That's everything. good. Yeah. Oh, neat. Feels like we rattled through this one real quick, but I don't think we did. I think it is longer than mm-hmm. we had two. I, I've actually drank full two beers, which I don't normally do. I've drank one and, and the, the, but the second one like I really have like, been trying yeah. down because I'm. I realised we were coming to an end. Is anyone else's fish hot? Really? Hot I don't understand here. why it's so hot in here in the little podcast booth that we've made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So for the listeners, we've moved to a new office. And we've made our own little podcast booth. We'll put some pictures on Instagram. Yeah, we should. Mm-hmm. It's a much nicer office. Yeah, and a much more sympathetic podcasting environment. Mm-hmm. We hope. We'll see how this recording turns out. Yeah, that's true. Thanks. Cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, so follow us on Instagram, his, at his crazy story. Uh, also follow the overtake uh, at the, the overtake, overtake on everything. <laughs> And please subscribe to our Patreon, please. 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 Um, and Should we do Your harmonising whininess yeah. was terrifying. <laughs> yeah. It's horrible. <laughs> if you joined in, it would have been like... It, it would have been beautiful. I could you have know had the like aliens a... from Toy Story that just oh, make yeah. that noise? Yeah. It's actually guys. incredible that I remembered that because I haven't seen that movie in like a decade and mm. I really thought I might have been making that up. No, but, mm. but that sounds right. That's yeah. a real thing. Should we do the whole thing where we're like, it's just 57p a week. Give us... Yeah, that'd be good, actually. Yeah. Um, there you go, you did it. Yeah. That was it. It yeah. was just 57p a week. Yes. Yeah. At the, at the, although I realised they, they add VAT on afterwards, so that actually... Yeah, someone told like me about that. And it actually works out like 63p. Yeah, which is so, really nice. Yeah, that's just I think much. I might yeah. adjust it there, and, or I might put a little apology in the, in, the, in the blurb that I've written, well, that Ethan wrote that I adapted for the Ethan Patreon. Ethan the Liar. 
Ethan the liar. Yeah. yeah right. Oh God, we've got to, we've <laughs> got to stop just talking about Ethan at all because every week there's an Ethan correction. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a weird <laughs> noise. I was gonna say. I mean, it's nice really that Ethan comes up a lot, but yeah. Like yeah, because we his spirit's it, it, still yeah. here. It's like having a, even a little brother away. for me or an older brother for you, Abigail. Yes. And uh, maybe a younger brother for the older. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just was gonna do like some kind of distant cousin thing, like as if you were kind of the weird cousin. Yeah. But I couldn't. I couldn't think quick enough. I think in this equation, I'm the regular one, and all three of you are the weird cousins. Yeah. Actually, I think. <laughs> but that the, makes you the, the outlier. You're the weird yeah. one. No, but by society's view. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're the mum and dad of this company. Mm, unfortunately, really. I yes. I don't like to. <laughs> I don't like to admit. Um, you're the big sister abigail and in this scenario even though you're the same age eventually as a lot of the i'll other team graduate to to alcoholic aunt mm. yeah, oh, yeah. That's, like that's what i want to be yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, i mean yeah. not, not i mean not really not to make light of alcoholism i would no. just like to always have a cocktail in my hand but yeah but if, if alcoholism's coming for you anyway you might True. as well just yeah. Embrace yeah. It. Yeah. that's Embrace. definitely not a good message no, don't. no. <laughs> um if alcoholism is coming for you please seek help, Get help. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. No, no, no. no. Stop, everybody. What? We have to thank Jada oh, for producing. Yeah. <laughs> Jada Come is on. in the room with us right She's now. She's literally thank right so now. Many times, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we haven't done any of the thank yous. Yeah. Um, Jada Aurelia. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're getting real close to pronouncing a name like Areola, though, which I don't mm. like. Oh. Don't do the accent because no. it's... Um, I think, yeah, but oh, you, really? you can't do it without, right. like, oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Jad. No, Jad. I don't get it. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Um, Annika mm-hmm. who is a social media person. If you interact with her on social media, that is who you're interacting mm-hmm. with. Have we let... Have we told her about Annika and the Radicals yet? Yeah, I think she should actually just change her name to Annika Radical. I don't think Annika she listens Radical. to the podcast, otherwise no. I think no, she, she definitely would have doesn't, she so we're going to have to <laughs> tell, it, just tell, yeah. tell it to her. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I I would change my name by Deedpole. Yeah. Uh, have you ever thought about what you would change your name to? Yeah. You I change? did my name. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, did yeah. you not? I didn't know that about you. What the, you the whole thing about name? me having two names? Yeah. I kind of vaguely knew it, but I just yeah. didn't know what the other name was. Well, it's only our business. <laughs> You've got three. Well, three like ah, alter you've got, egos. You've got your social, no, your social yeah. media musician name. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I oh, mean, it's not even I that. Actually, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what? Tell us all your names. Jada Mayan. Oh. Yeah, like yeah, as you can probably guess, like Italian version of yeah. Marion and. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. Well, Anna, I think you get Anna. Yeah. Uh, we have Anna. Uh, Marie, we have, but we also have Mary, which is a mm. much more. So I think it's a version of one of one or both of those. Um, mm. Very nice. So we pronounce Mary, Mary, and it bothers me. What? Say again. Some people pronounce Mary. Yeah, Mary. 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 Even though it's M-A-R-Y. Mary. Like yeah, because like, like, like Mary is a different name. Yeah. Like, like Christmassy. Yeah. 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 My wife, Beth, had a middle name. And um, <laughs> she legally removed it from her. Even though it's fucking sick. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Can we, will she allow us to... I don't think she... I asked her the other day, like, do you want to listen to the podcast? And you're like, um, I'm actually listening to something else. It's called Over My Dead Body. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. And then she kept saying that. And she's actually listening to a murder podcast called Over My Dead Body. Oh, really? 
Uh, but she was also she was doing two things at once. Yeah, she yeah. knew what she was doing. Um, yeah. yeah, no, she legally tell everyone what it uh, is. Will she be mad if you I say think it? She Don't, will. She won't listen. No, I was like fifty no. listeners. Yeah, but I'll I'll tell you next week. I'll check with her. Okay. Come back. No. It has a. I mean, I'll, we, t- I'll tell you. We know what it is anyway. It is an exciting animal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is. It, if you ever used to watch Coronation Street, it's a Where name of called? someone who used to be on Coronation Street. Gil Platt. If you're a fan of like Peter Parker, it's part of his alter ego. Oh yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. Well, you've just got it's so you've obvious. Just, yeah, yeah. You have to cut that. So you have to say it. Yeah, yeah, if that was my middle name, I would go by that. Like, was, yeah, right. No yeah. one would know it what my actual name was. Signing it, Spider. Yeah, yeah Spider. Yeah. Yeah. But she got rid We're of it. We're there now. Yeah. <laughs> um, Abigail, what's your middle name? Tell the listeners. No. Kumquat. No? <laughs> if it was Kumquat, it's, I, I think would it's embrace cute. It. I think it's cute. Tell them. Kirby. I think it's cute. No, sorry, that was over the top. I, uh, yeah. No, no Kirby's no, a nice like name. Are you named after the? It doesn't yeah. go with the rest of my name. No. Are you named after the little pink monster? I don't actually know. I don't know. Like it's best not to ask. Is no, it? My, <laughs> my, basically, my biological dad wanted it to be my first name, and my mum was oh. like over my dead body. Ah. Um, yeah, so yeah. She, she listens just to that listens podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she just settled for middle name, but it it doesn't go with the first name she gave mm. me. So she really just screwed me. Yeah. I my middle name is Francis, which is I a perfectly really acceptable like name. And actually, if it had been my first name, would have been fine. I would have gone with Frankie, which is fi- oh, Rick's point of face. I prefer Francis to Fran- yeah. Frankie. Oh, to be honest, weird. it has. Um, yeah, I don't. I just don't use. It's of like a certain time, and it's like yeah. popular like again Abigail. now. Yeah, Abigail's yeah. Same fairly era. timeless. A- yeah. Like yeah. Abigail is going to sound weird, but your name is on brand, or your personality is on brand with your name. Yeah, your name came first, so your personality followed. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. yeah, it's got a nice like sixteen or two Salem feel to it, yes. which I like. Yeah, yeah. Um, Abigail yeah. Williams. It's a, it is a yes. big top witch name. Although mm. um, a lot of northern people, it's pronounced like Abigail, like an A. Mm-hmm. And a lot of northern people pronounce it Abigail, and it really yeah. makes me cringe. Oh, I'm yeah. gonna try to stop doing that. that. Do you do it? Yeah, I think okay. I do. Abigail. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Hit it. Oh dear, sorry. Really hate it. Um, I might. I'll just switch it to Abby or Abba. Yeah, <laughs> Abba's a good one. Yeah. Um, my my friends' phones used to autocorrect to Abby or Abbo, so those are my nicknames now. You can call me Abby if you like. Abby, yeah. yeah. Classic guy. We should just end this. Yeah. Yeah. This is nonsense. This well, is um, ramble. Yeah. <laughs> Podcast over. Bye. 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 <laughs>